Hello, Monetization Nation. A few years ago, Russell Brunson was mentoring a group of entrepreneurs, and he promised them that if they published something every single day for a year on their blog, YouTube channel, or podcast, they would become financially free. Some of those entrepreneurs took Russell up on that challenge, began publishing every day, and became incredibly successful. One of those amazing success stories was from Stephen J. Larson. Stephen tells a story of attending Russell Brunson's Funnel Hacking Live event in San Diego. Stephen couldn't even afford a taxi, so when his flight arrived, he rented a bicycle, held his luggage over his shoulder, and pedaled to Funnel Hacking Live through downtown San Diego. Stephen didn't have enough money for a hotel room, so he slept on a couch in the hotel. I've heard Stephen tell the story of when Russell challenged him to publish every day, the challenge that changed everything for him. Before the event, Stephen had told his wife that was the one thing Russell might ask him to do that he wasn't going to do. However, there at the event, Stephen chose to trust Russell and accept the challenge and began to publish every day. As a result, Stephen has become one of the leading experts in the world on digital offer creation. Stephen left his job to start his business from scratch with no revenue or product. He reached $1 million in revenue in only 13 months. I attended Stephen's packed OfferMind event before COVID-19 hit. I paid Stephen to teach me how to create effective digital offers, and I've witnessed firsthand some of the success Stephen has had because he accepted this daily publishing challenge. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. I recently listened to a podcast from Russell Brunson talking about a newlywed couple named Jim and Sam who had been unsuccessfully trying to break into the music industry for almost 10 years. This couple decided on a whim that they were going to do a concert every day for a year and to create a documentary of their journey. At the beginning, the couple was performing for anyone who would listen, such as a group of tree trimmers. By the end, the couple was performing to tens of thousands of people. The documentary is called After So Many Days, and it was named the winner of the Best Music Documentary Feature at the Nashville Film Festival 2020. It has been an official selection at more than 30 film festivals. I, in the blog, I give a link to where you can watch the trailer. In the trailer, Jim says, so here we go, making something happen every single day. This is profound. There is a power in doing something small every single day and the cumulative effect of that consistency that creates amazing transformation. So today I'm beginning something crazy for me. I'm starting 365 days of transformation, making something happen every single day in 2021. I will be taking a series of small steps every day but I'm expecting the cumulative transformation in my life over the year to be huge. This is going to include publishing every day for 365 days. It's also going to include other goals to help me achieve things that matter most in my life. These are the six reasons I want to publish every day. Number one, it will require me to research and study digital monetization and become a better digital monetizer. Number two, when I teach, I learn and internalize the information on a much deeper level. Number three, going through this process of creating the content will help me develop my unique message 
As Russell Brunson says, I want to find my voice. Number four, publishing for 365 days will give people time to find me and follow me. Nathan Berry, the founder of ConvertKit, taught that we must endure long enough to get noticed. Number five, it will help me be more successful with my current and future projects. Number six, documenting my journey will help other entrepreneurs, marketers, and CEOs to become better digital monetizers. Number seven, it will give me a platform where I can interview, build relationships with, and learn from other digital monetization experts. In my blog and my show, I will be publishing about topics that I believe are important for entrepreneurs, marketers, and CEOs who want to become better digital monetizers. These people generally already have assets such as traffic, following, knowledge, ideas, expertise, great products, an established brand, a great team, loyal customers, or capital. But they want to know how to leverage those assets to make them more money. I will publish a lot about the tectonic shifts I see that are transforming and disrupting the business landscape. We've all seen these tectonic shifts in the past, such as the shift from bricks and mortar to internet businesses the shift from yellow pages to search engines, and the shift from desktop computers to mobile devices. We're in the middle of numerous tectonic shifts today, and I'm going to try to help digital monetizers identify these tectonic shifts and leverage them to accelerate their monetization. The businesses who are effective at seizing these tectonic shifts can often supercharge their growth and leapfrog their competition. The companies that fail to identify and effectively leverage these tectonic shifts can encounter decline, or even destruction. I firmly believe that success in digital monetization must include success in each of the areas that matter most to the digital monetizer. Those areas might include faith, family, health, social contribution, etc. I have found that almost every entrepreneur or CEO who I have worked with is striving to find better balance and success in these areas. I've also discovered that finding success in these areas can improve the success of the digital monetizer. So, I will be including these topics in the things I publish. I will also be interviewing other successful entrepreneurs and digital monetizers and sharing their stories and secrets on my blog, podcast, YouTube channel, and social media accounts. I started by writing the four core objectives I want to achieve in 2021 and my why. I started with why, as Simon Sinek taught in his wildly popular TED Talk. If you haven't watched that video, there's a link in my blog. Here are my four top objectives and whys for 2021. Goal number one, I will study the scriptures each day. I have other goals for this first objective, but those don't feel appropriate to discuss publicly, so I won't expound on them here. The second objective was to have more connected relationships with my wife and daughters. So goal number two is to go on a date with my wife each week. Goal number three is to invite each of my daughters on a date each week. Goal number four is to walk or sit and talk with my wife uh, each day. Uh, the third objective, I want to be more fit and healthy. So goal number five to achieve that is I will exercise at least 30 minutes, at least five times per week. Goal number six, I will eat my modified eat to live diet at least 90% five days a week. Uh, this involves filling my diet with nutrient dense foods and avoiding low nutrient density foods. Goal number seven, I will drink a green superfood smoothie and eat salad or veggies at least five days per week. Uh, you, can, you can see my blog for more information about what I put in that smooth, superfood smoothie if you're interested. Goal number eight, 
I will do my intermittent fasting at least five days per week. Goal number nine, I will complete a triathlon. Goal number 10, I will wake at 5.30 a.m. at least five days a week so that I have the time to accomplish these other goals. I've been implementing some of these health goals over the past six weeks with the support of my accountability partners, and I've already lost over eight pounds and feel better. So I'm hopeful I can get to my ideal weight and fitness level as I continue to focus on these goals this year. However, it is important that I only set goals for things I can control. When I set goals outside of the things I can control, it is a recipe for failure. For example, I can control what I eat and how much I exercise, but I cannot control how much weight I lose. The fourth objective, I want to be one of the world's leading digital monetization experts. To accomplish this, my goal 11 is to publish every day on my blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram account, and or other social channels during 2021. I will often publish similar content on all of these channels. However, I also plan to publish unique content on some of the channels, depending on what appears to be working. If you want to become a better digital monetizer and follow my 2021 Adventure of Transformation, uh, you can go to monetizationnation.com and subscribe to my email list. You can also subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. Goal number 12 is to work on my book or course at least 30 minutes a day on average, five times a week. My goal 13 is to publish my first book and course in 2021. Goal number 14 is to study monetization, marketing, and business from experts at least 30 minutes per day on average, at least five times a week. Okay, so now let's talk about keystone habits a little bit. Waking up at 5.30 a.m. is one of the most important keystone habits, um, a concept that I learned from the book, The Power of Habit. A keystone habit is a habit that when I do it, I will naturally accomplish other goals. Exercising is one of my other keystone habits. When I exercise regularly, I find that I naturally am more successful at my other health goals, such as eating healthier. Weekly food preparation is another keystone habit because when I prepare my healthy foods in advance, I'm much more successful at eating healthy. I have very little free time in my schedule. If I just set goals and don't figure a way to make time for them, they will never happen. I've learned that if I want something to happen, I need to allocate time to accomplish that thing at specific times in my calendar. If we don't schedule the time to achieve our goals, they're only wishes. Here are six ways I'm creating more time so I can accomplish these goals. Number one, wake at 5.30. I started working with my accountability partners about six weeks ago on some of my goals, including a goal to wake up at 5.30 a.m. so I have enough time to do my other goals. When I was starting this process, my wife asked me which of my goals was going to be the hardest for me to achieve. I immediately answered that the hardest thing was going to be consistently waking up at 5.30 a.m. I've not been a morning person at all, and that consistent wake-up time sounded almost impossible. But I knew that waking up at that time was the only way I could possibly accomplish these goals. I'm proud to report that I have woken up at 5.30 a.m. at least five days per week, which is my goal, every week since I set the goal. And now, most days, my body's waking up on my own before the alarm even goes off. Number two, I've been working to schedule set times for me to accomplish each of my goals. For example, my date with my wife happens each Friday evening at 6 p.m. And my date with my oldest daughter is scheduled each Friday at noon. I found that by scheduling time to accomplish the things that really matter in, into my calendar, my success rate increases radically for the things that matter most. Number three, make plans to do an event with a friend 
and buy the ticket. To help me reach the triathlon goal, I've reached out to one of my friends who has successfully completed triathlons, and he and I have scheduled a specific triathlon that we are going to train for and then compete in together, as long as COVID-19 doesn't mess that up. Because of the uncertainty of COVID-19, tickets had not yet gone on sale when we made our plans, but we expect to purchase our tickets soon to further commit us to this goal. Number four, multitask. To create additional time for my goals, I've scheduled some multitasking. For example, I plan to watch a lot of my educational videos while exercising. Also, I have purchased a treadmill desk so I can walk during appropriate times while I work. And I've placed a recumbent bike by a television so I can ride that bike while I'm watching a show with my family some evenings. Number five, simplify. I've been analyzing the time requirements of these goals and other commitments in my life. I've been identifying and implementing ways to simplify and reduce my time commitments from things that are not as important so I have the time necessary to accomplish my 2021 goals. I've simplified numerous elements of these goals, such as removing requirements for open captions and teaser clips uh, to promote the interview videos. As another example, I've set up exercise equipment in my home so I can eliminate the travel to and from the gym. Number six, get help. I'm getting help to accomplish some of my goals. For example, I've contracted with a video editor who is helping edit the videos I will be publishing. The vast majority of us who set New Year's resolutions fail and quit in less than a month. I absolutely do not want that to happen to me in 2021. So I set up a system of gamification and accountability to help me succeed throughout the year. Number one, public accountability. I'm posting my goals publicly and I will be posting occasionally on my progress. Number two, accountability partners and a reporting system. I've reached out to eight men who I highly respect and asked them to be my accountability partners. I'm grateful for their willingness to help me to reach these goals. I've created a Google Doc with my goals and shared that document with my accountability partners. I started more than six weeks ago with my accountability partners on some of my goals. I wanted to see if the system worked on a small scale before I rolled it out in full. Each day I record my success in the shared document. My accountability partners can check on my progress at any time, encourage me, and hold me accountable. Number three, negative consequences. I've committed for the next year that each day I do not reach my goals, I will donate $100 to the University of Utah football program. I'm a huge BYU football fan, and the University of Utah is our biggest rival. So supporting our rival is a big negative consequence for me. Also, I am cheap, and not wanting to pay that $100 is a huge motivation. I learned about the power of accountability partners and negative consequences from Reg Allen in his TED Talk titled Five Minutes of Courage. Uh, there's a link to it in my blog. Number four, positive rewards. I have been wanting to take a trip to Israel for many years. My wife and I have agreed that when I reach these goals, we will make that trip a reality. Number five, finish lines. Several of my goals have major finish lines that I cross when they are completed and can celebrate, such as the triathlon or publishing my first book and course. When I've run races in the past, I've loved having finish lines to focus on and to sprint through at the finish. That sense of completion is a powerful motivator for me. Number six, connecting goals to existing habits. Over the years, I've started connecting new goals I want to implement with my already established habits. For, for example, I love to listen to audiobooks, 
And when I was trying to study scriptures more consistently, I implemented a rule for myself that I could listen to my audiobooks after I had completed my daily scripture study. That way, the new goal was completed before I could do the established habit. As such, the new goal became a habit. As another example, I have connected prayer with my sleep and eating habits and pray when I wake, before I go to bed, and before meals. Number seven is reminders. I've set recurring reminders in my phone that help me achieve my goals. For example, I have a reminder set for 6 p.m. each day reminding me that it's family time and to be the best husband and father I can be. I have another reminder set at 10 p.m. each night reminding me to go to bed at 10.30 so that I can wake and exercise at 5.30. The goal of this system is to be successful, not to fail. So I have built grace into the system. For example, for most of my goals, I only have to complete them five days a week, even though I try to do them more than that. This way, I don't have to be successful 100% of the time, and I can keep my momentum going, even though I'm not perfect every day. Doing the best I can with my goals is always good enough. Exceptions are appropriate in situations such as sickness, travel, crisis, inclement weather, waking up at night hungry, forgetting dates with my daughters or wife, and celebration days. For example, if I were to get COVID-19 and couldn't exercise, I would do the best I can and that would be acceptable. Or if it's snowing and I can't take my wife for a walk, then we can sit and talk inside during that time. Or if I'm traveling on business during the week and I cannot take my daughters on a date, that's not a problem. Doing the best I can is success, not a failure. I need to allow myself grace. Doing my best is always good enough for God and I don't need to be harder on myself than God is. In summary, here are the six steps for successfully achieving the things that matter most. Number one, key objectives. We might want to start our goal setting with our key objectives, the things we want to most achieve. Number two, whys. Then we can write out our whys or our core motivations behind these objectives. Number three is our goals. Then we can write out the goals that will best help us achieve our core objectives and whys. Number four, create time. We improve our chances of success by figuring out how to make time and schedule in the actions we need to take to achieve our goals. Number five, accountability and gamification. We can implement systems of accountability and gamification to increase our chances of being successful in reaching our most important objectives. These can include elements such as public accountability, accountability partners, negative consequences, positive rewards, and finish lines. Number six, give grace. In the systems we create, we are all going to stumble some days. We should be sure to include grace for ourselves where we can succeed even though we are imperfect. This system can work to help us achieve our personal and our business goals. What goals do you have for 2021? What tips and tricks have you used to help you achieve your goals? I encourage you to join our Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your goals and your secrets for reaching your goals. I wish you success in reaching your 2021 goals. So here I go, making something happen every single day. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.